0: Love Talk Radio. To start podcasting in really? 1, the recording has started. Every day. <laughs> we wake up, wake up, Mr the TNT Denard. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. Yeah. If you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and will
1: restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people. Waiting on the call and when it all comes to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit yep. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got to flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down bouncing back like yep. elastic. Yep. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Asking if you see another fella up there, the denial error. I'm making they life better, yeah getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. we getting ready for the RV. triple P Pam known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran the brothers on the same path It's time for a transference of wealth And they ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together A life of wealth, we living like the living forever Let's go Getting ready for the RV We getting ready for the RV Let's go We getting ready for the RV We getting ready for the RV Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV, yeah. We getting ready for the RV, yeah. We getting ready for the RV, yeah. We getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's what it has to be. Just keep it faith and you will see. come a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. Incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the to Tony, Raven, where you at? you People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight till the break of dawn. Th- Going on, uh. living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. a Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. I could see reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We we getting, getting ready for the RV, yeah, we RV getting ready for the RV, yeah, getting ready for the RV, we getting ready for the RV, yeah, we getting ready for, it. for the RV. We got the, the ladies going crazy on the open, open mic, call on nice the break of dawn, it's going on, uh, Living in a time where we really know we need it, you gotta believe it and the big city this split life I chance like the air that i'm breathing There's No will be to the words that i'm speaking uh-huh. lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer go. know somebody ready? y'all can hear it through the speakers i can see reevaluation wait with it's I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient let's go we getting
2: ready for the RV, we getting ready for the RV, let ready for the RV, we getting ready for the RV Getting ready for the RV, we getting ready for the RV, let's go Getting ready for the RV, we getting ready for the RV Getting ready for the RV, we getting ready for the RV, let's go
3: To stop conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, press star.
0: All right. Hey, good? Yes, Can you
4: Did you want to say something? All right. We're having some technical challenges here, but we'll go ahead. Good afternoon, TNT. Today is Wednesday, August 31st. 2022, Raymond 98 here, along with... Good morning,
5: TNT. Yeah, I guess we are having some, because I tried to get you to stop playing that music before you started it, anyway. Oh, uh, okay, I know that. Yeah, I know you didn't hear me or something. Anyway, guys, we're going to go ahead. So I'm trying to find... Somebody just sent me a message, and I don't even know how she sent it, because I can't find it. Just that fast. Anyway, happy birthday, Monica Mono, tomorrow, whatever day it is. I can't find your message, but she said something else, too. But I don't know what it was. Anyway, guys, before we start, let me read this real quick. Because somebody said, um, they were asking the question, if I wanted you guys to pay $5 every show, every week. a month a person and that is not what I ask anybody to do. Nobody. They do that every To get the numbers or the people that we want. This is not I'm going to say rocket science or or difficult or anything else. Let me say we got 8,000 or 18,000 people on the call every single call. I don't care if it's 8,000 or 18,000. But sometimes even more than that, I know 100 people can do that. I don't care which 100 of you. What I don't want is to be the same 100 every time. That just doesn't make any sense. Not every single time for 18,000 people to rely on 100 people to make the call happen. Just does not make sense. And people are burdened with that. And it's not their responsibility to get the call for 18,000 people or to be posted all over the Internet like it is on everybody else's site when the same hundred people are paying every time for buying time. And doing it. That's all I said, and that's all I meant. All I meant There's no responsibility to do it for everybody, every single call. And if it doesn't happen, then for now, it just doesn't happen. But I just want you to explain that. I mean, I want to explain that. Because no one's responsibility to be responsible for everybody. All right, let's go on with the call. Now that we got that out the way and And Mono's birthday, where, I'm sorry, I, I can't find the message. I
6: did just look at you. Just send it to me. So send it to me again,
5: I'll get it right. But I can't find out where you send it. So, um, all right, what's going on in Iraq? Well, first of all, the courts did not make a decision today. They put it off until tomorrow. <laughs> and they're going to hear it tomorrow. So every day we wait another day, it seems like. Even though some are saying that they're not going to do it because legally they can't dissolve parliament. Others are saying it's the only way this crisis is going to end is if they do it. Um, the framework is saying they're going to have a meeting next week. They're going to vote on the prime minister and the president of the republic, and the government's going to be set. They're setting that to happen next week. The courage are saying, well, we're not going to have that if there's not an agreement. But some people still don't agree. So for them to keep coming out with definite dates and times is saying it doesn't make sense because we don't know that we have an agreement. Here's the good thing, though. Supposedly, the Kurds have agreed on the president of the republic. With one group saying they're going to give up their person in order for some other stipulations, but those other stipulations are what they are working on now to do that. But they are willing to give up the position of the president of the republic now. So that's going to end sometime real soon when they get the other things worked out, which leaves the door open for them to every parliament meeting. Right now they're saying they will attend parliament as long as the uh, vote for President of the Republic is not on the schedule. If that's on the schedule, they won't attend anything else. So, you know what happened yesterday overnight? I think it's now um, 35 of the servants are dead, over 200 or 350 injured during the riots. Um, Monday night, Tuesday, they were over. Um, Everybody, every country, every organization except for the framework, is praising Sadar for telling the people to stop, to withdraw within an hour, everything else. Even though he said, hey, do what you want to do. I'm not involved in it no more. He did that. And that's what stopped the riots, the shooting, everything stopped, and everybody withdrew. So what he did do, without any doubt, it showed them the power he has in the country. Said, I throw my hands up, they riot, I open my mouth, they stop. And that's exactly what happened and can happen at any moment in time that he chooses for it to happen, basically. And he just showed them that. Of course, the framework is trying to spin it as they normally are. Here's a good thing. So the RZ guy came out, number one guy, and uh, put out a notice about the framework, about Iran. And it actually said for Iran, to Iran, to rein in your camel to see here. Because they're talking about meetings and voting and everything else, you know, we got dead people that we have to go to a funeral. they're the most disrespectful, rudest. I mean he actually called them out for that that talked about all the corruption, how there's nothing else to do, even uh CELO came out made the statement, that at this point, reform has to happen. The rules have to change. The laws have to change, as we can see, because the people aren't going to take it anymore. Now, it's just how are they going to go about doing it, which has always been the question. With the framework saying we got to put a government in, because they want to put their guy in charge. Because the legal scholars came out and said, hey, wait a minute, the Constitution, because that's what we're following, says once we put a government in, that government is there for four years. Can the framework use that once they get a government in place? Yeah, and that's probably been there playing all the time. And Sadar knows that. That's why he's not going with a temporary government. Because he knows what they plan on trying to do. At the same time, they're saying if we don't have a government, we can't do the budget legally we can't allocate any of the money legally we can't use the reserves legally nothing can happen without a government but without a caretaker government so they know they need a government to go forward it can't be a caretaker it's just who is it going to be now what i like and i tell you guys if chaos reigns and they said international community steps in but they didn't have to yesterday because Sadar it all stopped. If would have continued, bloodshed in the street, chaos, international community would have had to step in. But they didn't. But Al Kazimi came out with another way, intentionally, non-intentionally, and he came out yesterday and threatened to resign. He said, "I did everything right." Got things moving, direction the country needs to go. I didn't choose any party, any side. I didn't get involved, nothing else. But if this chaos continues, you got to continue not to agree. I will announce my retirement. I will leave this position vacant. Which brings up a whole new set of problems and rules which makes the president of the Republic then the prime minister, which would be Selah, which gives him 15 days to name new ministers. So now he has all his own ministers in there and can point it so they still achieve what they're trying to achieve if it comes to that point of replacing them and everything else. So that's now the option that he has and they said he could do it at any moment. Would change everything. That would remove the ministers that are in place that um uh, even the Al kazemi brought in. It wouldn't move remove the ministers in parliament. It would make them um still there to do their work, but they wouldn't be what they're calling uh legitimate ministers. So maybe that was the wrong word. They would be caretaker ministers. There you go. versus being ministered, again, and able to do some laws, but not all, until the next election. So that's a whole other scenario that they're now looking at as of this morning since he is threatened to resign, which is good. So we're hearing absolutely nothing from the bank. Like I hear, nobody knows what's going to happen until the court makes their ruling. Now, there are factions over there that are not part of the Sardis group that were actually riding with them, though, that are supporting their ideas and everything else. And one of those groups, leader, kidnapped him yesterday during the riots. He was found this morning laying in the street dead. Of course, this group is not happy. And, of course, people are already saying the lives will restart on Friday. And I tell you guys, I was surprised they started yesterday because they were waiting for the courtroom. And now, I mean, the court's even put it off today until tomorrow. And I was thinking they put it off today until tomorrow because Friday is a holy day, and they figure they won't riot on Friday, on the holy day. So they'll have a couple hours in between to get something worked out. But we'll see what happens. Here's a surprise out of all this, of everything we've been talking about for months. Everybody is wondering where the United
3: States is.
7: Why
5: is the U.S. letting this happen? Why isn't the U.S. getting involved? Why do they put all this time, and effort, everything into Iraq just to let Iran take it over?
6: But today you're hearing
5: more and more that the U.S. has only appeared to do that while negotiating in the background for certain things, for certain positions to take place. And all the U.S. said is they want a government that is anti-Iran. They don't care who it is as long as it's anti-Iran. That's all they want. They don't care who the leaders are, the ministers are, as long as it's not controlled by Iran. And supposedly they've been negotiating, calling people since yesterday, trying to see who's on their side, who they can influence, with the exception of Sadar. they said nobody's going to influence him. He doesn't like the U.S. He doesn't like Iran, strictly now for Iraq, which is funny. Because at one time, he supported Iran, especially when we invaded Iraq. He ran to Iran. That's where he hid at. That's where they took care of him. He supported him. He came back. And then he agreed with the U.S. on letting Iraq be his own, so he tried to get things done. Now he's back to in the middle. And guess what? I agree with him. I don't know about you guys. I agree with him. Because he's right where he should be, and that is taking care of his country, his people, making sure that he can get the best for them. If that makes sense to me in that situation, especially when we know and you guys gotta know. If you didn't know, I said enough times, articles out there enough times, I give you a list of books to read and explain that they're being pulled in so many different directions and everybody is trying to manipulate them. Everybody to their benefit. Even Cigar might be doing that, but even if he is, he's doing it in his country to his country's benefit or his position. He's not doing what Maliki and those are doing, selling the country piece by piece, backdoor room deals, um, keeping them poor, hungry, because they figured that's the best way to control them, actually. And that's why they've been doing that, keeping them disoriented. You guys don't know it's a military tactic that they use. As long as they can keep them confused and hungry and fighting for the basics, they don't even look at what's really going on. And and Maliki's been good at doing that for the last ten, twelve years in Iran, because that's what it was about. So where are we at? Everybody's calm today. But everybody now understands fully that ours power, <laughs> his influence, on people. Everybody is saying there's not going to be a solution until it's one he can agree to, and he's still not talking to anybody because he already told him what he want and what he wanted. He went over on Monday. Is no way possible. There's no way. For him to even ask it, everybody says impossible. You know it's impossible. I know it's impossible. Because he wants everybody who's ever been in politics to quit. Everybody. And for all new people to go in. That's not going to happen. Or he wants the entire framework party to be out. His guys be out. Just like Somebody coming into the U.S. says, okay, we're going to do the elections over. But no Republicans can run anywhere, and no Democrats can run. And let's see what happens. We know that's not going to happen. And it can't happen over there either. So it was an impossible request. But there's a method to the madness once again, I'm sure, and that is, Shoot for the stars and land on the moon. Because he can say, I asked you for this. See what they come back with and say, I'll take it. And that's what he's waiting on. Because he knew it was impossible, like we know that was impossible. But they could say, no Maliki, no Abadi, no Amiri, no, you know, you mean, he can say, okay, I'll take that. But they have yet to come back with anything other than that's impossible. That just can't happen. But he already knew it. And he's willing to step aside. He just needs them to be willing to step aside and then let some new minds come up, some new agreements go in place. What I did like, though, when he said for all dual citizens, dual citizens, Iraqi and Iranian citizens, in the government to leave. I like that. Because your loyalties are questionable if you're a dual citizenship. And why are you in our government with dual citizenship? It should be citizens of Iraq running the country of Iraq. I'm a firm believer of that. So I don't know how, well, anyway, I believe you should be just strictly a member of that country run the government. And that's what he believe. so it's good. So it's a little confusing. We're still waiting on tomorrow, what happens with the court. The banks have not been told anything as of yet. Tomorrow's Thursday. And I understand why they prepared, because they were hoping for the best. They still didn't get the best yet. We'll see what happens tomorrow and what new timeline they're giving. But the rate is still there. I tried to talk to... uh, my Iraqi people that were here with their bank scheduled for this week, I haven't been able to get them this morning because I wanted to see what happened, but they were given the rate. It was over $4 and still remains that way. I'm sure. They'll just have to wait and get to All right, Ray, let's do it. <clears throat> oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. wait yes. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Guys, I got one more thing for everybody. And I should've said at the start. I'm just glad I remember. If you guys don't know who Tish is, people in the open mic know she is. People in the forum know she is. So she didn't know I was gonna say this.
4: I told you guys
5: before about um Jay, is my friend who died, who helped us put this site together, who recorded everything. We did all the information. Oh, you did it on Twitter. That's why I couldn't talk. Okay. And how important he was and, and involved he was for us over the last 10, 12 years up to the time he passed away. As much as Ray and Pam and Donna put this site together, JN went and did the, the, the changes, the upgrades, the, the website, everything, was very crucial part of this, if you guys don't remember. well, Today, I want you guys to know that Tish is just as much a part of this. I mean, I'm telling you guys, I'm looking at news, reading articles, I'm getting information all around the country, and she is one of those people. She sends me news articles all day long. Did you see this? Did you see this? Did you get this? She calls me. She has Iraqi TV, so she tells me what's going on on her TV. I got a couple other people that actually send me articles or they download it some kind of way, send me the riots in the streets, but this is that one. She's every morning, every night, all day. She is a very crucial part of our information on site, but not just on our call. I know Open mic in the forum, she puts stuff in there for them too. Why am I telling you all this? I'm telling you all this because uh, sometimes she is confused. <laughs> I hate mean, to that. Way. Uh, I want to say sometimes she like Lucy. You guys know who Lucy is? I got another friend, I'll call her Lucy. And she's like, what? <laughs> yeah, all the time, she's 100% helpful. Well, I'm just cracking jokes right now. But tomorrow is her birthday, and we're not going to be here. And I wanted to make sure everybody told her happy birthday. And thank you, thank you, thank you for everything. Because we're not going to be here tomorrow. I'm also right. Yes. Yeah, there's some noise in the background. I'm also going to...
8: I don't
5: know. So I'm going to post her... Um, what do you call it? Oh, hashtag. Yes, yeah. Hashtag. I'm actually going to tweet it out. So somebody tweet to me. So if anybody wants to tell her happy birthday, this is something they do in the open mic form all the time. So I want it... She's more of an open mic. I mean, she's TNT and anybody who feels compelled to or wants to uh, make her birthday extra special, I'm sure she would appreciate it as much as we appreciate her. Us. Right, now, Rick.
4: Okay. While well, you on that subject, A W N ninety two is celebrating a birthday on today. So, AWN 92 and Tish Wash. I wanna, wanna wish you a happy birthday.
1: I wanna, wanna, Party in the island way. You'll be jamming all night to the light of day. Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine. Another year and you'll be looking fine. So have no worries, don't it hesitate. It's time to bossy.
4: Okay, Ray, Ray,
5: one more quick thing first. Yes. Um, Dana Jones, happy birthday, because I'm going to tell her happy birthday. Her birthday tomorrow. And to everybody else, I am not coming to Los Angeles with with Ray. Absolutely not. Oh, so I could meet Tish in Los Angeles. Oh, wait, I might come, then. No, I'm not coming to Los Angeles. What day you being in L.A., Ray? What day is it? September 23rd. Say, September 22rd. Yeah, okay, oh, okay, so Ray's going to be in L.A. on September 23rd. And Ray's going to be in Sacramento on September 24th. So if you plan on seeing me, you better come with Ray to Sacramento, not me to L.A.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let's do Okay. Fierce wants to know, have there been any updates lately from the market contacts or Texas in the call centers? I was going
5: to say, I know you don't really expect anything out of Texas. Do you?
7: <laughs> I mean, really?
5: <laughs> it's my excuse. <laughs> really? Uh, no. But, and nothing with the market contacts, nothing putting them on alert, standby, anything
4: else. Nope. Okay. All right, Well, L. A. Larry says, Are you expecting the pending nuclear deal with Iran still a factor to bring this to a close faster? Okay. I think there was a word missing there somewhere, but you got the meaning. So the nuclear deal no, will bring the R V faster. Is there anything that will bring the R V faster, though
5: you say?
4: No are you expecting the pending nuclear deal with Iran to be a factor in bringing this to a close faster and bringing this to a close? I'm assuming you mean the RV, bringing it to a close faster.
5: Yeah, I was expecting that because Iran wouldn't have to fight so hard to control Iraq. If they get, like I said, the $7 billion they're supposed to get on the day that it's signed or their 14 banks, get released from the sanctions and they get to deal with other international countries. They won't need Iraq so bad. And that's probably the only reason they're still supporting Maliki right now, because they don't know if their deal is going to go through or when. And they have to continue to have a lifeline. Now, everybody expected the deal to be signed last week when the U.S. submitted their answer. Iran said they were Uh, looking at the U.S. answer, but there were still four things that hadn't been resolved. And one of them that we know, again, just like Shadar, is not going to be resolved. and That is they want the U.N. investigation to be concluded. And they already said we're not going to conclude the investigation until we have the final results. So there's no need to even talk about that. And Iran is saying, well, it's not going to be a deal until that happens. But the other three conditions can absolutely be met. So, um, like I said, you shoot for the stars, land on the moon. Or, you know, ask for 10 things, and you know you really don't need but three of them, and go down there, and you win anyway. And that's basically what they're doing. So when they're going to actually answer it, come to an agreement, I don't know, but will it relieve the pressure off of Iraq that much? I'm sure of. It won't be as much because now, like they said, the U.S. hasn't really been paying attention to Iraq. Because of what's going on in Ukraine in Syria and Taiwan, other parts of the world, Iraq will have something else or Iran will have something else that will take their attention away from iraq when they start renegotiating with these other countries bringing in these sources doing all that and it'll all look different so yeah absolutely
4: will change i like to know why there's 94 callers on this line you don't know damn well you don't intend to be asking questions
5: who we really great hey.
4: all right we'll hey, go to the first
5: one they get mad when i cuss on the phone
4: So I can't believe he did it. 209, Erico,
7: you're on. Good morning, good afternoon, and happy birthday, Trish, and thank you for everything you do. Tony, you actually read my mail because I was going to ask you about the donations and how it was done, and you said everything I was going to say. So that's taken care of. I want to thank you for the education you've given us. I'll tell you why. My husband and I watched the news of the riots on Monday. And not one thing was said by why the people were rioting. And I thought that was interesting. I thought, you know, thank you for that education because you've educated us on everything and why they were rioting. You know, they want their money. They want their RV. They want to be able to live again. Um, so the news didn't report that. The other thing was I'm, I'm kind of heartbroken because uh, on it wasn't on the news but Kyrgyzstan it's building our biggest military base, correct? We've had that education, correct?
5: Yeah, Kurdistan is building our biggest embassy.
7: Okay, so with that being said, and because it wasn't on the news, they were saying Iraq wants the U.S. Their doesn't really like the U.S. So it kind of breaks my heart that we've gone to war for, like, France. They kicked us out of France in '66. And here they forgot that it was our military, our people's lives, our money that set them free. And now we're in the same position with Iraq. So is he planning on kicking the U.S. out if um, everything gets settled like they want it? Or are we still going to remain there with the embassy, the biggest embassy in Kyrgyzstan?
5: Okay. So an embassy is different from an occupation. Every country has embassies from other countries, and that doesn't mean they're occupied. When they say they want the U.S. out, it's soldiers walking the street, it's military bases, it's us using them to go and attack Iran. It has nothing to do with embassies. There's embassies in Baghdad. They don't want the embassies out. They just want the soldiers walking the streets out. We will have the largest embassy in the world. It will house 8,000 soldiers, almost 50,000 people, but that won't be considered an occupation because they're within the walls of the embassy. The rest of them will stay right there outside and so we'll always have a presence. We'll have a presence because the 2,500 that are there were asked to stay there as a training unit. So that will always be. When they wanted the U.S. out, it was all the soldiers that, you know, Trump removed, moved out. Okay. We really got that. But when they say we want the U.S. out, we don't want the U.S. telling us what to do. We don't want to be directed and be holding by the U.S., which is what the Biden administration has said. Make your own mind up. I don't care. But in the end, this is what we better see. Because if it doesn't happen,
7: you're going to lose
5: all our support. You're going to lose our military. You're going to lose all the money we've been giving you, directing everything else. If it ends up that the framework wins and Iran takes over, you guys are done. So go fight it out. Articles today and on you this morning over there told them that the U.S. knew the riots were coming, didn't warn anybody. The only thing they did. Was move the people from the embassy, double the guard, block the streets. They knew what was coming, which our intel and everything else. They hear everything. So they said they wanted this. They want the Shiite fighting amongst themselves. Why? Because it weakens Iran. And if that's what it takes to make it happen, they said, then let it happen. Just don't let it hit the streets. But we want y'all fighting each other, just not fighting the citizens. So even if, I mean, al stays there, it's great, because the U.S. put him in, and he's trying to do what the U.S. wants, the reform, the direction, and trying to get rid of Iran. So that's a good thing. Now, if Framework wins, the Sudanese guy gets in, he's an Iranian puppet, and everybody knows it, because he's one of Maliki's closest people. So What difference is him and Maliki? And that's what Sadar is saying. He's still going to do everything Iran wants done. He's going to keep up. So that's not going to work. But Sadar, I can't get mad at Sadar because he's saying, I want us to run our country. The only thing is he may not have all the qualified people that he needs or the people with enough courage to do it on his own. That's the only thing. And and to, to keep it straight. He's going to need help regardless if they really want it to work, if they really want to come into the international community and be who we want them to be. He's going to have to get help. But what he can't do, he cannot publicly say, yeah, I want the U.S. to help us. Or, yeah, I want to check their... Their help, their benefits, their money—he can never say that and be the representative that the people thinks he is, even though politically and financially that's what needs to happen. But reality will never hear him say it.
7: Okay. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. And again, thank you, Tish. Blessings to everybody. Bye. Okay. Bye.
6: Thank you. Three five two. Eric, you home? What's up, guys? What's up? Hey, hey, how's you going, man? All right. That was going to be one of my questions. I read that but it said the U.S. just mainly move out of the way so them guys can fight against each other, you know? But, uh, you know, it's confusing with Sadar, man. He declared that he's he's, going to resign. He said he don't want nothing else to do with politics. He don't want anybody using his name, using any of his organizations. So it's confusing with this guy, man. He's, he's he's one way to one minute. He's the next way to the next minute. I don't think he realized he would have been better off inside of the politics as opposed to on the outside looking in. What do you think? Well, uh, I think it's what I've been saying since February.
5: They're playing a chess game, and sometimes you make a bad move. But can you recoup from it? That's all. And, uh, yeah, I think he would have been better staying in, but the fact is he couldn't get to where he is today staying in. And he knew where it was going to end up at. They can talk, talk, talk. Like you said, while we keep having meetings, keep saying the same thing, we need to talk, we need to talk. We, while they're continually stealing money, the people are hungry, there's no benefit. Somewhere has to come action. So he had to resign. He had to take all his people out. I see the move. Because that's the only way he can say, I didn't have anything to do with it, okay? If he wanted to go back into government, he wanted his people to be ministers again, they can't say you helped topple the government, now you want to be the government. But if they didn't have anything to do with it, and the fact that the people toppled the government, then during this next election, they can all run again. Because now it's different during this next election, they will gain even more power through forcing a new election with new rules and getting the people what they want. So that was a strategic move. Every time that he says, I retire or I'm out of government, or, hey, don't put my name in it, every time, and you see there was a list of nine times he has done it, this time, that is giving the people a clear signal to do what you wanna do, create chaos, and then when I come back, I'll control it because that's what has happened every single time. So they know it, framework knows it. Other people know it, when he does that, that's, you know, as they say, a dog whistle to everybody else. Okay, it's time, I threw my hands up, now it's up to you guys. And he could let that go for two or three days if he had. It might've been totally out of control. It might be, you know, like he said, the only ones hurting right now is us. So they didn't give the numbers for the security side, framework, anybody else. They only gave the numbers for his group, how many were killed, how many were injured, when they know there was someone on the other side because the shooting was back and forth, not just one way. So uh, I, I don't think it was a long move. I think he looked at something that, eventually had to happen and, and this is what he did. It's still a chess game right now today.
6: So, so, so kind of like somewhat demagoguery, you would say, right, more or less? Playing on the field of the folks, perhaps? But, but, but my next question, you know, they they keep talking, refer, keep referring to uh, Al Kazim as a caretaker government. You know, he can't, uh, uh, he can't send the budget, he can't spend money. But by the same token, Al Qaida even threatened uh, to uh, implement the harshest legal penalty against any member of the Iraqi security and military force if they if they were drawn into any kind of political uh, conflict or if they made any kind of political statement. How does that work? If he can't if he can't do one, how in the world is he able to do the other one? Because as a
5: caretaker of government, which he really shouldn't be right now because he has exceeded the time for a caretaker government already. He just don't have a new one, so he has to sit there. The only thing it says he can't do is make laws. He's still the prime minister. He still runs the country day to day. He's still the commander-in-chief of the military, and all that applies. He just can't make laws, or he's not supposed to indebt the country in any formal way, because he's not the real government now, and that's why they said the food services law isn't illegal because they're not the real government. that's why it hasn't been spent yet, even though they approved it because the real government is not beneath the budget, which is supposed to be into, but that's why he can do it because he is the commander in chief means he's in charge of the military. That's part
6: of their law. And the last thing I got to, but did you see what sheila said, that, that the emergency uh, support law has uh, entered into uh, and, into force? Did you see that? So what, yeah. what does he mean by that?
9: Huh?
5: He means he's supposed to start paying on it and nobody paid on it. That's right. I mean, they said it before. The law is passed and it's effective. Still, there's been no money allocated for it. Still, nobody's seeing any results. And it's just, again, we can go back to what um, the dog was saying. You guys are just saying a lot of nothing because that's what you're doing. Nobody's seeing any results from any of it.
6: Okay. He said the law would be, you know, it would be applied until it's, uh, it's completion of this distribution of exchange. All right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate okay, it, brother. Thank you, sir. Okay.
4: All right. thank you, sir. 727 Everton, you
3: are home? Well, good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. It's Walt. Hey,
5: hey, man. How you doing?
3: I'm doing good. I'm in Well, it's supposed to be 100 degrees today. So it's hot, but uh I've been on holiday for a couple of days. Um first thing, um the person who got me into this currency of I did, geez, twelve, thirteen years ago. I don't know how long it's been now. It's a long time. Um, had a birthday Friday, and I forgot to mention that on the call. And uh, so I'm just uh, wishing uh, her a happy birthday today, and and uh, not not requesting the song or anything, but just wanted to acknowledge that. And she's in Florida, and and I um, I wouldn't be where I am today without the opportunities that I believe are coming my way. Uh, had I not uh, got on board with with this currency and and all that it uh, has the potential for, so I just wanted to say that and hopefully bend that fence.
6: Um, well, who I guess you. Well, uh, did, you. Can we know who she is too? I mean, since you know? <laughs> oh
3: well, uh, yeah. her Her name is Pamela, and. Uh, so I, I, I probably shouldn't say your last name without uh, her permission. No, so, not
4: necessarily. Pamela,
3: good. Pam, Yeah, Pamela in Texas. Well, I, I, birthday, happy so, birthday oh, God, to Pamela, too. I apologize. Florida. Pamela in okay. Florida.
4: Yeah. So, uh,
3: well, I appreciate yeah. that. Thanks, Tony. You made it happy and, birthday, uh,
4: Pamela. Uh, well, thank
3: you. Uh, thanks, Ray. I appreciate that, too, for sure. Um I guess my, I I only have a, a couple of a couple of questions, and, and one of them is, um, what will it take for the U.S. to finally say enough's enough and it's over? We've got to we've got to change things dramatically. I mean, they're starting to kill people again, and uh, like you said, Tony, the bullets are flying both ways. So, I guess I'm I'm just wondering what do you think. It would take for the financial the change of
5: It's going to take the people doing what they did yesterday for a sustained period of time. If they're doing it for two, three days, if the government actually, like Maliki, I don't know if you guys are aware of it, at the beginning of it, they sent a helicopter to his house because the people, the crowd was going to his house on his name. So they sent a helicopter to his house. It picked up Maliki and took him to an undisclosed location. So when it gets like that, and they started going to other members of parliament's houses, and before they got there, that's what Sadar called them all off. But when it gets like that, and he doesn't call them off, that's when the UN and the U.S. is going to step in. So if he were to let that go all night, next day they start burning down buildings, things they did in October, that's when you will see the U.S. and the U.N. step in. And it, it will change everything. Now, again, they don't want that to happen because the international community is ready to go. They're like, hey, man, <clears throat> things will come. al had things come for over a year. No riots, no fighting in the street. Everybody's ready to bring their people in. They're ready for the rate to change, and here we are. And that's what happens if the U.S. and the U.N. step in again. Everybody can say, wait a minute, now we're not so sure. The right rate might change, and they can force it at that time. But that doesn't change the economy, jobs, and everything else if everybody else doesn't come in and do what they say they're going to do. So that's the last resort. Now, I don't think it happens to be two or three days of rioting, then it happens. The, the
3: other the other question I had was in regards to the contractors in in northern uh, Iraq. That had to evacuate their the oil the gas I guess it was a gas field um, because of rocket attacks. The uh, the security of that is. It doesn't rest solely with Kurdistan, if I understand it correctly, but it doesn't appear as if um, Kazemi is in control of the military, even though he is supposed to be the top guy. They're refusing to follow his orders. And so that's why I'm I'm a little bit perplexed as to if the military is in charge there. And Kazimi's not in charge, but only in name only um how how's that gonna work out um in this interim period before the the curtain finally comes
5: down okay, so it is the thing um, he is the commander in chief, and sometimes especially in those countries, everybody doesn't. Follow the orders, but think about it for a minute. Because I think about I've been in the military, so and I'm tell you, if I was in the military, or I was in BC when January the sixth happened, it would have ended up a whole different way. I'm telling you with that so, now, and I'm saying this just like they did as an individual, and this you know. 20, 30 people. They only have to be 100, 200, or 1,000 coming at me at one time like they crazy and I got a gun in my hand. I feel sorry for them. I'm telling you because I'm scared for my life. I would tell you that right now. I'm scared for my life and I'm not going to stand there and let you take it. Not even come close. So when they say some soldiers open fire. And you told them don't use bullets and don't use that. And, okay, but suppose I'm one of them 50 that got stomped to death now because you told me don't shoot. You out your mind? You got to be out your mind. Tell me not to. So while everybody didn't, everybody wasn't in the same situation. And I can't say when somebody's scared for their life, I mean, I don't care what's going on. How are you going to tell me not to protect my life? When I'm scared, now, you're going to put 100 or 200 of us out here and we outnumbered one thing. Don't just start shooting people down to be shooting them down. But I don't know what the circumstances were. I do know sure. there 50 people killed, and guess what? They said the security didn't kill all of them. The frameworks guys killed them. The, the mobilization guys are the ones who were shooting, who started the shooting. And they're defending the framework and that. So we don't know. Al Kazimi said, "I will find out who killed who, and they will be punished." That's what he said this morning. They will be punished for violating that. If it was the military, now, I don't know about the other guys. How they're going to go get him. Hmm. So I, I'm I, I'm not sure. Right. But I know, regardless, I don't care where I am. Uh, I don't care. I'm standing here in my house or down the street. But if I feel like you're trying to do some harm to me, then I gotta do what I gotta do. Doesn't that make sense? That makes sense to me.
3: Sure, sure. Okay. Well, I appreciate your thoughts, and uh, I uh, appreciate both of you guys. Thanks a uh, Tony. Thanks, Ray. I appreciate it, and thanks for saying hold a Happy sure. birthday to Pamela. And I'll get out of the way and
4: uh, hear the
3: hear the rest of the
5: call. Appreciate it.
4: All right, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. 206, Erico, you are on. Greetings, Ray. And
8: Tony, Uh, I just have one question, and you can respond however you want, Tony. And that's given that we have this court thing ending tomorrow, and given all the pressure that's on them, it seems like they're going to have to make some kind of decision, even if it's to make no decision. And whatever we can see is going to happen tomorrow, whether they decide or don't decide, how do you see the options playing out? If you kind of figured in your head, well, if they do this, then we'll likely see that. If they do this other thing, we'll likely see that. Uh, that you can see on the other side of this next chessboard. Okay. So,
5: uh, when things got scary, scary the other day, um, the D.A.R. received calls from the international community as well as his own. So, Ray, there's some noise in the background. Doing something. That's, that's our call. Oh, okay. Caller, you got to stop all that noise. All
4: right. Right, He's so, on mute.
5: Okay. <laughs> well what, what what I I see is um, and I don't know yet. Did they promise it or something, or hey, we're we're going to come to an agreement here, or let's at least give the appearance of letting the court make their decision. Because right now you're making them look like you're forcing them to make a decision. So let's give them a chance. Now, a headline came out this morning which you guys probably haven't seen yet, that says the court refuses to get involved in it or something to that effect, even though they didn't even have their session today. Now, it could be fake news. because There was no article with it. It was just a headline. It could be something that the frame was intending to put out tomorrow or they were doing it today to confuse everybody. Because After that, a full article comes out with them in the courthouse saying even though they have started to talk about it, they're not going to make a decision until tomorrow. So now we wait for that decision. If it's a negative decision, I thought we would see what we saw yesterday. I mean, just uncontrollable chaos until the U.S. or U.N. stepped in, until they did exactly what they did yesterday, had Maliki move out go to the rest of the government, and resigns like Abadi did. And, and the framework is right. They put out a statement that Sadar and the people are trying to remove the government with everybody except Al-Kazini. He's right. That's what they want to do. Move all them out except for Al-Kazini and start over. That is their purpose. And if you can't do it the right way, then you do it the wrong way. But the fact is, You get it done. And he is saying that this is our last opportunity. So, what they convinced him to call those people off yesterday, which he did, I don't know they can convince him after Friday and Saturday to do the same thing. Because, I mean, just think, if you were in his position, what would you say? Well, why? doesn't affect me one way or the other. You guys going to continue letting the corrupt do what they do still there, so why shouldn't the people have their way? That is what it comes down to at the bottom line, or is this the only way the international community is going to step in and do something that I can't do is if chaos flows the streets, then let it flow the streets. So we'll have to see. But that's what I foresee.
4: Okay, let see, did I lose him? Oh, there he is. All right, there's another hey, question, hey. sir. Is that it?
8: Yeah, um, so that's, that's great as far as what you said. I appreciate your detail. But in the midst of all that, on the other side of tomorrow, even if the court decides to do nothing, do you still see us and the RV as being in play? And what's your view of being in play? after tomorrow. Even if the court says we're not doing anything.
5: If the courts don't do anything, I see just what I just went through going. Okay. Chaos. Now, once the US and the UN everybody step in, appoints a new government or a new prime minister, or just like they did Al Kavini, I see the R B occurring. I don't see it occurring while they're rising in the streets, burning buildings down, shooting people. They're not going to revalue their currency at that time. And nobody on this call, nobody, not one single person on this call would expect that, I hope. That's just reality. That just would not make any sort of sense at all. There has to be calm understanding some direction of leadership in order for this to occur. And unfortunately, that's what the banks were expecting. Okay, we're on our way. You know, as soon as they do this, and it may be what happens after tomorrow when they do the meet. But other than that, no. Is the RV still going to happen? Yes. It's just how much time does it take for the U.S. to get everything back under control? Calm down, appoint new government. Everybody else will say, alchemy for the next year and a half. Then as soon as things calm down, let's have the RV and make the country much better. By the time it comes around for the vote again, that way Sadar and his guys win. Al Kazimi could actually run this time himself, and he could win because the country is much better positioned. So, but we won't know until after Friday. But if there's chaos, fighting and that, no, I don't look for the R V to happen that day or any day close to after that until the things are restored to order. Because that only makes sense.
8: Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your commentary and thanks uh, to both of you for all that you do.
4: I'll see you on Friday. All right, thank you, sir. Okay. 386 area code. You are on. 386-916 Okay, you're off. So, 281- in between 281- calls, 281- calls,
5: 281- hold on, Ray. Right? So, okay, hold on, 281- um, hold on a second, Kish is doing what she does, just so you guys know. And uh, she sent me the details of the phone call between al and Biden today, which just occurred. <laughs> Biden did call and talk to him, but he said the same thing everybody else is saying. He praised him for being calm political, and to trying to resolve things through diplomatic uh, procedures and dialogue, but he also let him know that he has the full backing of the U.S. when he does that, okay? Full support and the fact that that's the one thing that everybody commented on. Iran has sent their top guy was a guy over there 10 times. The U.S. has sent nobody. Nobody's even talked to him. So today, Biden changed that. Talked to him directly himself. And we don't know everything that was said, but we're sure he let them know, hey, don't resign, because I'm going to keep you in there when all this stuff goes crazy. So don't do that. But the U.S. is your full support. or you have the U.S.'s full support. Which is a great thing to hear and let them know that now they are stepping up and it's public because Iraq is the ones who put this phone call out, not us. All right.
4: Okay. I'm Guess <laughs> who? Mm,
0: mm, mm. Give me a hole if you got your funky bucks
4: there. 281. Ooh,
2: really? Did you say, uh, uh, uh? Did I hear you? <laughs> I know you didn't say <laughs> You need to quit your foolishness. Anyway, how y'all doing today? Hopefully good.
4: I am super fantastic. Thank you, sir, because they have
2: to Okay, well, good. So, you know, Mr. Tony. Now, okay, let me ask you this question, and then you'll see where I'm going. Because, you know, they say this happens when you're relaxed and doing things to help you relax. You make these weird decisions. Do they sell weed in Iraq? Because <laughs> it shows sound like some of them smoking a piece of it every now and then when these decisions are coming out. What do you think? <coughs>
0: Hello. Are you there? <laughs> oh, my God.
2: <laughs> and the reason why I asked that now, okay, so now, so Darcy, he wants everybody out of Parliament, everybody, <laughs> and start oh. all over. And you said it to yourself, that is not happening. Now, I know he's stressed out of everything, but, you can't get so relaxed when you start making these kind of decisions and knowing it ain't going to happen. So <laughs> I'm just wondering because we will never get anything done, never. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Listen, what you <laughs>
5: listen I, I don't know what kind of decision you potheads make in your heart. me <laughs> see <laughs> <laughs> made that decision because he was mad and frustrated, and <laughs> he was hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
7: You know, oh. uh,
5: people get into an argument in a room, and they say, "Okay, all of you get out. Everybody just get out straight now. everybody. <laughs> and that's okay, all he was saying. It wasn't a, a weed,
2: Okay, then, because I do like yeah. how this is.
5: Have to do what they did. I mean, I don't know about you. Be saying this. I don't even know who's listening today. But when it comes down to the end, either the people do what they did, or the U.S. did what Biden did today. Steps in, and say, "Hey, we got you. Let's let's cover this. Let's move on, and start moving up." The only way Maliki leaves is for them to riot his house like they did. He'd get in the hell because next time say he said he got to go out the country. Because that's what happened to body when he quit in October. When he saw all the people come, he said, I quit. Yeah, I won. you know. Even though he's still in the government, he left that position. That's what has to happen with Maliki. But he got a million people. So those other 10 million got to face those million and say he's gone. And only then is he gone through the people. The other way, if they're not going to do it, is al Kazimi to win, for Sadar to win. They reform the government and enforce the laws with the backing of the United States military. And they actually go and arrest him for his crimes, like they're doing. They're starting to put out more and more and more of who did what, when. And they're threatening to do that. Well, his name is on all of that. Threatening to actually tell how ISIS got in the country, because most of the people there don't even know. They just think ISIS attacked Iraq. They don't even know if you guys who, who were new to this or wasn't around them. Maliki actually let 1,500 ISIS people come into the country because he thought he could declare martial law and he would be the prime minister forever once he declared martial law because he would never release him. Well, that's not what happened. 1,500 didn't come in. 15,000 came in and then more. But he had already given orders to the military not to fight because he wanted to declare martial law. Well, once he did that, they just dropped their weapons on the ground and started running. And once ISIS saw that, then more and more they took advantage of their moment in time. And he did what but, we all talk talking about. He, he lit a campfire that turned into a forest fire, and he couldn't control it. But, again, the people don't know that. So now Sadar and others are threatening to put it all out there. And that's what the framework doesn't want. That's what Iran doesn't want. That's why he told you they were concerned. And actually, the international community, because they're saying, hey, that's a fire we won't be able to put out if they know the government actually
2: started that
5: themselves and let it happen. And then we had to go through all of this. But if if Al-Qazini's in there and they can get him for the deal that he made with Iraq, which they have, for the money smuggling, the currency, all the money he stole out of the country, which they can once they prove it, and that's the only other way to get him out. Or, I mean, Odo, because I'm going through all scenarios. They can't even do that until they vote him out of office, because he has to be out of office, because he has immunity as long as he's part of the government. All right.
2: What seems to have, What seems like it happens to me, as far as Maliki is concerned, which, when he had, when the last election, when they voted in the prime minister or whatever that election was for, um, you know, he he made people file all these lawsuits to delay it and do all. So why can't? Why wouldn't we expect that to happen again, regardless of whoever they vote in? if they move everybody out and they bump these people in and they win, how do we know that there won't be lawsuits again filed to delay this whole process and then start all over again? So it seems like to me the best thing for them to do is take, regardless of if Maliki has a million, Sadar has a lot more, let the rest of them run over there to his house and run his behind out of that. To me that's going to be the quickest thing to happen. And then my next Last question is, all the contractors, the international people in um, <clears throat> that's in Iraq that's wanting to come in to do business, how much patience are these people going to continue to have to stay in Iraq when they're just keeping up all of this back-and-forth foolishness and not getting anything done? It seems like, to me, those people are going to eventually get tired and want to move out of Iraq. You know what I'm saying? Who wants to keep okay. going through so- that?
5: All right, here's your first answer, though. That is what they're arguing, discussing right now. Is there a new government put in place, and what the framework is saying, that is now able to change the rules of the game, which is the vote, how it is counted, how it's done, so they don't have the same problem again.
9: So the courts yeah.
5: can't get involved. They're going to change the law. That's what they're saying they're going to do. The D.A.R. is saying, no, you're not. If we're going to change the law, let's change it right now. Before we put you in office and you in charge and you say, oh, we can't get it done in six months. Oh, we can't do it in a year. We got to wait two years. All the tricks that he knows they're going to try to do. That's why he's fighting Uh doing that. But, the agreement and the acknowledgement by everybody is we have to change the laws before the vote takes place so this can never happen again. And everybody's saying they agree with it and it'll work, but how do we get to that point? And do they That's actually right. agree with it is the question. Now the international community again we've been waiting fifteen years, just like you and me. They've had agreements, they dissolved agreements, they made new agreements, companies have moved on, some new companies have come, because that's part of it. But right now, everybody, this was supposed to be the month. You know, August 15th was supposed to be the day that all this was finally going to happen, and here we are on the 31st, and it's still not happening. But it depends on what happens Friday. Are there riots and total chaos in the streets? If the U.S. and U.N. step in and say, hey, two years, do the agreements go into place? Do they actually give them authority to start working under them? Even though the framework will say, hey, you don't have the authority to do that,
7: maybe the U.S.
5: and the U.N. New gives them the authority to do that. It's changed so that when they vote, because that's what it's all about, have the RV done. So the next time they vote, somebody can get credit for the change of the economy and the direction of the country and make it legitimate at that time. And, and that's what we can Wait, they're not going to walk away on Sunday morning. They're going to wait and see exactly where it goes. And if it looks like it's going to be a long period of time, it's just, we'll just do it over when it gets closer.
2: Well, okay. Well, thank you all for right. all your explanations, and hopefully we'll see something very soon. Thank you. Y'all have Bye. a good
4: day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 610, code. Let's hear you. Hey, good afternoon,
9: Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Hey, sir.
4: Wait, G-Man,
5: before you start, hold on. I wanted to tell Walt, but I wanted to say it to you, so I know you'll enjoy this and walk through since he said it's going to be 100 degrees. But today is 100 degrees here where I'm at. Tomorrow is 105. The next is 104. The next is 105. The next is 107. Monday is 110. Tuesday is 110. Wednesday is 104. Thursday is 100.
9: What do you think? Good weather? No. Man, it's time to get in the water. Time to find some water somewhere and dunk yourself, Tony. Holy mackerel, that's hot! Yeah, oh yeah.
5: And Walt complaining about one hundred
9: degree day. What do you think? <laughs> that that's hot stuff. That is hot stuff. So find some water. All right. All
7: right. All right.
9: I hope. I, I hope you really can find some water and and cool off. So. Hey, we're way past the bottom of the hour, so I'm going to keep it short. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony used to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. That way it helps Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here instructions and follow the prompts as you go through. In the block where you are asked to type in your name on the card, type in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice, and in that same block, type in your phone number. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. After you have typed in your debit or credit card information, at the bottom of the page is the blue pay key. After you have clicked on that blue pay key, stay on the page for a second or two. You'll receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, Thank you for supporting the TNT Blob Talk Radio Show. This way you know your payments have gone through successfully. Remember... To do it today, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us and make it a dynamite rest of the day. Thank you, gentlemen.
0: All right. Hi, thank sir. you, sir. Appreciate
9: it. You're very, very welcome.
4: Hi, right, sir. Time to pack it in and disappear. All right, all right, guys. It was an interesting forty-eight hours,
5: and you remember Sadar told them they had seventy-two hours, and uh, to zero hour. But I guess it came up a whole lot sooner because he got frustrated and angry, not necessarily high. (laughs) Frustrated and angry. (laughs) He what he got, and just threw his hands up. The meaning was high.
0: <laughs>
5: that was crazy
0: to me. That was crazy. To
5: but, uh, well, see, actually, I think it worked, though. And I, and I knew it was going to come to that point, And it may come to that point again. The board is all over. But everybody's still in the game. The base is still sitting there waiting. The rate hasn't changed. all is still up high enough. We didn't pay every day. So we'll wait once again to see what the court does tomorrow, because that will be the determining factor in our next direction. Let's see what the court does. So I'll put it out as soon as I get it, with a note. And if we need to talk about it, we will. If we don't, we'll talk about it on Friday. It'll be a good day. So in the meantime, in between time, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it, and share the super fantastic. Hey, I just thought of this, but if some of you guys go out and share the super fantastic,
8: you just let me know what
5: happens? i, I like to hear about it.
4: Just share it.
5: Just see what happens. All right? Enjoy your day. Great.
4: Okay, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for this segment. We'll be back on Fantabulous Earth Friday. Keep believing. Be sure to.
1: This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
4: And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. We are out of here.